Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Saturday, March the 4th. Ian Cameron and our Saturday uh, special guest contributor, Kevin Beach, is back with us again, ready to break down the Saturday NHL slate. We've got a huge card on tap on this uh, Saturday. Uh, we've got uh, 12 games uh, in NHL action, including uh, four of them taking place this afternoon. So we'll get to those in uh, just a second. Uh, Kevin, we were just talking uh, before the uh, show started. Your approach with betting, and especially your you focus on player props, uh, mostly in your NHL betting, your approach coming out of the trade deadline, you play it a little more conservatively, a little bit more cautiously as you wait for these lineups to unfold. Uh, tell us why that might be the wise thing, in your opinion, to do. Yeah, we're just talking about that. I'm, I'm usually on the props a lot with players. And right now with all this player movement, um, I'm usually focusing on trends, you know, where, where guys are in lineups. Um, you know, how, how much uses they're getting time on ice, how much time on the power play. And right now this deck has been, I think, shuffled more than a, a lot I've seen in, in recent years at the trade deadline. And uh, there's there's so many prominent players on on new teams that it's really just changing the whole whole lineup complexion uh, and how guys are getting used and, and new kind of chemistry of guys. So uh, right now we're just kind of talking about, I don't have a ton of props today. I still have some kind of mainstays. Um, I got to kind of let the dust settle and, and uh, see where guys are going to get used the most and uh, see what kind of trends develop from that. So as we mentioned, it's almost like a new new kind of season here for for some teams. Well, there's definitely some truth to that. Uh, no question. I mean, you're talking about definitely a lot of player movement the last 24 to 48 hours. And for a lot of the prop, you know, bets that I make, it's all data. It's basically form. You know, what have they been doing the last few games? Well, for guys like Patrick Kane, uh, on you know for the New York Rangers among others I mean you could go on down the list uh, players that are Tanner you know for Tampa Bay uh, you know obviously uh, you know Lars Eller for Colorado if he makes his debut today uh, there's all kinds of examples where you know you're just gathering data for the first time with these players you want to see how they play and then once you got a couple of games under your belt you'll see okay this is how they're performing and then you've got a little bit better idea if you can capitalize on something from a prop perspective just briefly on last night uh Everything but the best bet was pretty good for me last night. Seattle Columbus over that was frustrating, that falling short. But we did get Seattle in regulation. And if you listen to the recommendations I made on the Kraken player props, I think we had point props on I think every point prop I every player I mentioned for scoring a point last night for Seattle came through. McCann, Eberly, Wenberg against his former team. I mean, it was just a, a Vince Dunn. I mean, you go on down the list, it was everybody that we liked from a point perspective cashed for me in that game it was a wonderful game in terms of the point props on the seattle side uh, in that victory against uh, columbus uh we also saw of course uh new jersey and vegas was a great game the draw caches at plus 330 that's something we're doing kevin alex and i a lot on this show the draw bets as we get draw guys. Close, yeah close games you know one goal games points are at a premium you know as the push for the playoffs continues Draw cash is there. We hit Dawson Mercer to score a goal and a point. Now eight straight games for him uh, with a goal and a point. So that game ended up playing out pretty well uh, for us. Edmonton just puts the boots to Winnipeg uh, last night. Very impressive 
uh, victory for the Oilers. That's two games with Matias Ekholm. They look excellent, both ends of the ice. It's amazing how what a difference one player can do, and, and certainly he's done that for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Uh, so some interesting results last night, Kevin. Uh, some thoughts briefly on last night. You got to see Matias Ekholm a lot. You're now residing based in Nashville. Uh, that's where you are right now. He was a former Predator. It's amazing how much different in, uh, Edmonton looks and how much better they look coming out of their own zone and just in their own zone defending with him uh, on the team. Yeah, they needed that steady uh, defensive prop, uh, you know, spot there. Uh, so much of that focus and that whole lineup is just on offense. Um, they needed someone to just kind of settle down that that back end, and he seems to be the guy right now. Um yeah, some some interesting games. Um, I was kind of more on the, on the overs with some of the teams that have been scoring goals lately. So Edmonton, Carolina, Seattle, um, and then New Jersey hit 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 mine as well. Um, so I kind of packaged those together uh, in a bit of a parlay, which which played out for me pretty well. But uh, yeah, there's some some teams like Seattle scoring goals right now. They're buzzing. Uh, Edmonton, I'm I'm watching closely for that. They're pushed to win the division. Um, and then uh, New Jersey, the way the way they've been scoring goals lately, have been pretty pretty impressive. So uh, it's it's fun to see this the stretch here, the last twenty games, and, and these races, these close races, but uh, also these these new star players that are in in new lineups. You know, you want to see who really can can gel. Um, I mean, everyone's crazy about the Rangers um, right now. I kind of look for them to have a little bit of instability just because uh, there's there's so many new pieces there. Um, and kind of same with the Leafs, just so many new pieces that it might might take uh, a couple of weeks for them to kind of find their groove. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. We've got some great matchups today. And by the way, Carolina, we called that spot yesterday. Great bounce back spot. I wish I had doubled up, you know, on the puck line as well. But the puck line was like minus 140. I didn't love the price, minus one and a half, minus 140. But I was on that Carolina first period puck line, minus a half goal, plus 110. Uh, that was just a beauty of a bet. They were up, what, 2 nothing after the first period, and then they ended up rolling to a victory against uh, Arizona last night. So it was a pretty good Friday night overall, but that was then. This is now. Let's take a, a look at the Saturday card, 12 games, and we'll begin with a game, one of two games that is starting in about 20 minutes from now. Uh, Detroit Red Wings, New York Islanders. Uh, Islanders minus 200 home favorites, 5.5 the total. Uh, Islanders, of course, playing for a playoff spot. Detroit, not so much. Uh, Steve Eiserman making the, I think, wise decision for the long-term health of the franchise. You know, let's not push our chips all in on making the playoffs here this year. We're still building here with Detroit. Uh, I think he figured that this was the smart, prudent move. Uh, they've lost four in a row now, and you can kind of see the writing on the wall that they're starting to fade a little bit, this uh, Red Wings team. I don't really have a strong take on this game from side sidewise, totals wise, props, you name it. This is a almost a blank slate, blank game for me. I don't have much going on. I mean, Detroit's trending over. Islanders are trending under, so I don't really have a strong feel for the total either way. Uh, it was two nothing Islanders when they played back on January 27th. Detroit is still, you know, on their home ice, still very capable. You know, they beat the Rangers at home. They should have beat Tampa, but Vasilevsky stole the game on home ice. They gave Seattle a tough game. It went to overtime. You know, I, I could make a case to sprinkle on the draw here. Again, if the Islanders, if the Red Wings force overtime, it's not going to matter to the Islanders. Detroit's in the other, uh, is not in a situation where they're going to, you know, really any points Detroit picks up is going to be that detrimental to the Islanders. But 
The Islanders still have a hard time winning games comfortably. Look at these recent results. 3-2 lost to L.A., 2-1 win against Winnipeg, 4-2 against Pittsburgh. They beat. Uh, they lost to Minnesota in a shootout in their last game. So, you know, I could make a small, small case for the draw here. Other than that, not a whole lot for me with this uh, first game on the card. Uh, what do you think here with this one, Beachy, with the uh, Red Wings and the Islanders? Yeah, the, the Wings are kind of – they're falling off here. Um, they were playing some good hockey before – before this recent losing stretch too. Um, and they were a team, you know, we were kind of talking about they're, they're going to make a push for the playoffs. And now, now they've kind of fallen off here. Uh, but the Islanders, they're pretty up and down too. So they're not, they're not uh, firing all cylinders right now. I wouldn't say. Um, so I'm, I'm tempted to play the wings on, on the, on the price you get uh, plus plus one sixty five, um, Cause it's still, they still got young guys in the lineup. It's kind of that Ottawa factor. I mean, Ottawa's now on fire and they're in a push for the playoffs, but something something was talked about a few weeks ago is that Ottawa's got young guys like they're they're gonna keep winning games. And uh I kinda I kinda see that with the wings. You know, they got a young lineup and these are guys that still want to win every night. And so this is a team I can see upset the Islanders today for sure. Um one prop I am looking at is uh I don't I don't love the price. It's it's okay. It's David Perron. I'm looking at the under two point five. Uh, seven of the last 10 games, he's been under that. Uh, you got to pay a little bit of juice. It's, it's minus 150. Um, but again, I kind of, I kind of base my, my props based on, uh, you know, stats and is it worth it? Uh, I think it is, it is worth it at the end of the day to, to play that. But, uh, again, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy in this game. I got David Perron under 2.5 and then, uh, I, to play the price on the wings, uh, isn't a bad play from here. All right, there we go. Uh, next up, uh, we've got Tampa Bay and Buffalo. Uh, we've got the Lightning minus 170 road favorites. Total up to seven uh, in this game. Uh, there are a couple six and a halfs, but they're juiced in the minus 145, minus 150 range. See, I hopped on six. I knew this had to move up to seven, and it did. So I jumped on over six and a half late last night, and I got around minus 135 on it. Uh, it went up to minus 145 later overnight. And then by this morning, it was pretty much seven uh, everywhere. But uh, so if you like the, and I like the over, I think you're going to see goals when the Lightning have played the Sabres historically. We've seen a lot of goals uh, between these two teams. And I think you're probably going to see more of the same here, especially when you look at the goaltending matchup, Elliot in net for the uh, Lightning. We remember what happened last time he was in net and he got absolutely uh, wrecked by the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, last Sunday. Uh, seven goals for the uh, Penguins in that game. Uh, Elliott's play has really declined lately. And look, the defensive play of Tampa Bay lately has been very, very concerning. Okay, they're coughing up the puck. They're breaking down in their coverage uh, in their own zone. They're giving up. They're giving up time and space to the opponent routinely. Do you see the Pittsburgh goals the other night in the comeback win for the Penguins against Tampa? Those were all time and space goals. You know, as in too much time and space being given to the opponent. Tampa Bay is having some issues defensively. I am shocked that Breezebaugh did not address uh, the, 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 this situation and get another blue liner uh, in at the deadline. I know he brought in AC Mont from San Jose. I know he brought in Tanner Genot from Nashville, but I'm surprised he didn't go with defensemen. I think they needed another defenseman, honestly, on this hockey team, the way they've been going lately. So uh, I don't like what I'm seeing. I've got a bunch of side bets here. I've got a little bit on Buffalo plus 150. I have a little bit on Buffalo and the draw or the draw minus 140. And I also have a little sprinkle on the draw by itself as well, which you can get at Pinnacle. The draw is plus three 
uh, 75 in this game. That's plus 375 for the draw. How can you argue with a shot, taking a shot with the draw with these two teams? Overtime games in both previous meetings this season between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Buffalo Sabres. They just played in Tampa, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Buffalo with a 6-5 to five win in overtime. So this is one of those games where I think it's probably a close one, even with Elliott in net instead of Vasilevsky. Tampa Bay should be able to score some goals here against uh, Buffalo. They still continue to have some inconsistency issues defensively. Eric Comrie's numbers are far from spectacular. 3.59 goals against 882 save percentage. So I like the over. If you didn't get six and a half, wait to uh, see if it uh, shows up with a live uh, over at six and a half. And I like a little on Buffalo plus 150 money line, a little on Buffalo or draw minus 140 and a little on the draw by itself at plus 375 here in this game. And I like Hedman shots on goal over. That's the prop that stands out. Hedman has been uh, the value prop shots on goal wise for Tampa Bay. Stamp goes Kucherov are usually three and a half and it's juiced. Hedman's always two and a half, and he's been trending over that number. So that's the shot prop I like in this game. Buffalo, I like Cousins' goal and point. Uh, you could go in that direction. Jack Quinn, I think, is the hot commodity right now for the Sabres as well. I wouldn't argue with props on him for this game either. Uh, Kevin, what are you looking at here, Tampa, Buffalo? Yeah, you read my uh, my notes here with the Hedman over 2.5. Uh, seven of the last 10, he's, he's hit that mark. Uh, it's paying back close to close to even money, and uh, he's he's been firing the pucks lately. Um, he's he's been over that number pretty good. Uh, even you know posting five, four, seven shots a game here uh, in this last last little stretch here. Um, so that's really the only prop I was on. Um, I, I like the trend of there being a lot of goals scored too, but I didn't. I wasn't as quick as you on the uh, the six point five. Um, so seven's a little bit heavy for me. Um, I'm going to be in that same boat to kind of, you know, wait it out live and, and see if it does drop, but, uh, seven's a bit, bit too pricey for me, but I do like a lot of goals to be scored here. Um, so you're, you're on the ball grabbing that, that 6.5 there. Um, so for me, it's just, just that prop headman over 2.5. Yeah, first period, both teams to score. I wouldn't talk anyone out of that, especially at a plus price as well. 1-1, both teams getting on the board in the first 20 minutes. Definitely could see that happening here in this game as well. All right, Rangers and Bruins. This is the first of the ABC doubleheader uh, this afternoon. Uh, Sean McDonough, Ray Ferraro calling the action. Great matchup this is. Uh, Boston minus 180, home favorites. Six the total in this game. New York Rangers uh, have their... Uh, the the showtime on Broadway, that's what they were calling it, with Patrick Kane making his Rangers debut at MSG on Thursday night against Ottawa. But the Senators spoil the party. Uh, they end up getting the victory, and I, I thought that price was a little high on the Rangers. I did have a piece of Ottawa. I had the over in that game as well. So that was a good game that treated me quite well. This one is tough. You got the Rangers. I want to bet their games over the total badly right now because they're a dead nuts over team. Their defensive game is starting to slip again. They're a much better offensive team, obviously, when you bring in a Patrick Kane and you bring in a Vlad Tarasenko, and clearly we've seen that here in the last few couple of weeks. But the Bruins are not an easy team to get an un, uh, an over out of, although Buffalo, that game just got away from the Sabres and it ended up flying over the total with a crazy third period where the goals were just flying in left and right. But I am going to take a small shot with the over here. Over six, it's right around even money, plus 100, minus 105. Small shot. Like I said, the Boston Bruins' ability to shut you down and play good defense, and obviously the goaltending of the likely, not likely, he is going to win the Vesna, Alina Salmark, 
you know, that is always concerning, of course. But I think this game here slightly can get over the. I've been I've been riding these Rangers games over the total. You know, you just you hope the Rangers can maybe surprise Boston, score first, and then Boston's got to open up a little bit, uh, and maybe then things will open up more. So maybe if you're not as keen on the over, you wait to see how it, this game starts. Shesterkin and Allmark, by the way, your confirmed goaltenders, as we kind of expected. So we do have a small look toward the over here. And look, Boston, we talked about it. I thought that was still a good spot to maybe go against Boston on Thursday with Buffalo coming off the road trip. You know, the the win against Calgary, sweeping the road trip. Buffalo has done good on the road against better teams. But Boston even showed you that even in a good bet, bet against spot for them, they can still find a way to win, just like they did against Calgary. So it's very, very difficult to step in front of Boston, even though you might kind of want to, considering it's, you know, plus 160 with a very good, capable Rangers team, you know, getting a price like that. But Boston's a different beast this year. That's all that needs to be said. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin? Rangers, Bruins. Yeah, I, I hear you. This Rangers team is just a team you just you just want to play the over. Uh, you just look at that lineup, and it's just just something that's that's screaming over. Um, however, I think it's going to take it's going to take a few games to get that chemistry down with uh, with Kane. Um, Tarasenko still still new injections to the lineup there. Um, but where I see the kind of being lapses, what you saw against Ottawa is that defensively they might not be all on the same page um so they they could erupt for sure score some goals um but i also i also see them giving up goals for sure um and with boston's ability to, <clears throat> to shut down i think it could either be you know i think boston's going to score their goals um and it's, it's whether it's whether new york can keep keep pace here and, and push it over so i'm going to play just bruins over three uh that's minus 127 I liked him. I liked them to at least hit three, and then uh, you know it's whether it's whether they go over or whether they can score four, four or five. But uh, I feel pretty comfortable with uh, all this kind of new new lineup changes with the Rangers. Their their defense not being on one page here, um, which which kind of happened with uh, with the Sens kind of scoring up on them here. Um, so I like Boston over three. All right? Do you like uh, the Bruins? Up oh, there we go. All right, oh, back. I, I think we lost you there for a second. Yeah, we did. I know. I think the uh, camera uh, disconnected from the uh, laptop. We're good now. I think we're back. Okay. But uh, there we go. I was going to say, you're going to host the shift. show. From, yeah, I was about to shift to... into uh, host mode here. I think so. you, were, you were just about to have to. I was going to text you for in a second if that hadn't come back and said, you're going to have was, to roll with it till I get back online. But we're yeah, good. I was, coming in, I was coming in hot here in about, uh, you had about half a second left and I was taking over the show. So. Yeah, <laughs> you'd do a great job. You've got the fucking charisma like I do. You would have been fine. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, in terms of the, uh, the 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 props here in this game, uh, Jake DeBrusque props are good. Uh, I like Zaka to get a point. I've talked about that. This guy's just just been great for the uh, Bruins and undervalued in his props compared to the rest. I've said that repeatedly. Uh, those are good looks, in my opinion, as far as the prop market goes. Uh, like I said, we're both on the same page, uh, Kevin and I, with the uh, Victor Hedman props. Uh, over the shots on goal number as far as the uh uh for the uh or that was the last game i should say victor Hedman. Yeah. but yeah jake debrusque uh, over shots zaka to get a point uh for the uh bruins as well uh and on the rangers side of things uh i think vlad tarasenko you know is someone that uh you know he's just he's still not you've got value right now uh, in terms of his 
props at the moment. Uh, I'd look in that direction as well in terms of being able to uh, produce uh, here offensively, potentially in this game. You don't want to go crazy with Rangers, you know, scoring props necessarily when you consider the opponent being what it is, this uh, terrific uh, defensive uh, juggernaut that is Boston. But I think if you were going to look at something from a value standpoint here for uh, the uh, Rangers today, uh, Vlad Tarasenko is uh, not a bad option to uh, go with uh, for this uh, matchup here this afternoon. Uh, all right, uh, next up here, we've got uh, the final of the afternoon games. This is the second ABC national TV doubleheader game today. Colorado and Dallas, uh, minus 110, even money both sides, five and a half the total. Uh, this will be Bob Wischusen and Brian Boucher calling the game uh, for ABC. Uh, we know Dallas has definitely played a lot of close games. We've talked about that repeatedly. Uh, yeah, Orlov props, yes. Thank you. Uh, Orlov props. I mean, that's hard to pass those up right now. What he is doing right now for the um, for the um, Boston Bruins is incredible from the blue line. Uh, he's been absolutely sensational, uh, chipping in, jumping into the play uh, offense, uh, you know, from the blue line. Uh, a big component on the power play all of a sudden for the uh, Boston Bruins as well. I mean, and Jimmy Murphy was on our show yesterday. He said the same thing, that he's just a perfect fit. He's just an absolutely perfect fit for this hockey team. And we have seen him fit in just admirably here for the uh, Boston Bruins. So, yeah, Dmitry Orlov, uh, no question about that. Uh, I think props involving him worth a look. This game here, uh, I think Colorado-Dallas, I think it's either Colorado or draw. I'm going to do a little bit bigger bet on – because I think Colorado is just better than Dallas. I'll take them minus 110. And I like that Colorado's off a loss as well uh, against New Jersey. I think that has them ready to go, focused, take care of business here. Dallas, you know, has not played their best hockey. I mean, they barely beat Chicago the other night. They played a lot of close games. They've had some bad losses, too, at home. Vancouver, Chicago recently both went into Dallas and beat the Stars. So I like Colorado here a little bit, minus 110, minus 115. But I'm going to sprinkle on the draw again, you know, because we just see this with Dallas at plus 320, plus 325 because they've just played nothing but close games. And while I think Colorado can win this game, I'm not necessarily saying they're going to blow out the uh, Stars on their home ice today. So I like Colorado to win. And the best-case scenario with what, the way I'm approaching this game uh, is that we get Colorado winning this game, um, and we get the game to go to overtime. That Colorado wins in overtime or a shootout, and I'll cash Colorado, and I will cash the uh, draw as well. That would be the perfect scenario for me in this game. I think it's plausible. Give me 3-2 Colorado in overtime. I'll be very happy. So Colorado minus 110, a little bigger bet for me on that, and a little smaller bet on the draw, which you can get around plus 325 for the Avs and the Stars. Uh, and by the way, be careful with this total if you like the over. This has been an under series history big time with the Avs and the Stars. Nothing but unders in the recent head-to-head -head meetings. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Colorado, Dallas. Yeah, you're giving me even money right now for the Abs to win to beat the Stars. Yeah, I'm taking that taking that all day long. Uh, they have been a good, good team here the last few weeks um, as they continue to get bodies back in the lineup. Um, not sure if McCarr's back in. I know I know he's skating again. Um, but just, just the way they've been playing uh, versus the way the Stars have been playing. Um, I'm very surprised that this is this is this is even money here um, on, on the line. Uh, the Stars, yeah, they've won two, but against Arizona, Chicago, um, I mean, the last five, they've also dropped the game to the Canucks, and they they've dropped the game to Chicago as well. Um, 
So Colorado kind of lost that wild one against New Jersey seven five, but before that, you know, it took business against uh, took care of business against the Knights, the Flames, the Jets, and uh, and the Oilers. So they're uh, they're kind of steam steam rolling right now. Um, for me, this is I didn't even look at the props. This this was a no brainer for me. I like I like the abs uh, on that price, even money. Might be muted there, Ian. There, there we go. Yeah, that, that yeah. does happen every now and then because you got so many screens. You're trying to get all your notes. You're trying to read. You want to recite everything I like here, and there's always a million things I like. So you're trying to do that, trying to get bets in, trying to watch the games, and trying to do the show. So sometimes we forget to unmute the mic, which is a host no-no uh, when you're doing a live show. But, yeah, I mean, I, was, I like – I thought I was taking over again. So. Yeah, exactly. No, and again, you would have done. Keep me on my toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have done a great job too. You, you might be the new host. They might they say get rid of this Ian guy. Kevin's doing a better <laughs> job, so I better watch out. I don't want to. Maybe I shouldn't put you in that spot. But uh, you know, nevertheless, uh, Nathan McKinnon uh, over shots on goal. I don't know what it is, but Nathan McKinnon's been just. I don't know what it is. He's shooting the puck like crazy right now. He's not hesitating. He's saying, you know what? I got to rev up my game. We're almost in the uh, playoffs. So uh, he's gone over his shot prop in six of the last eight games. And that means over four and a half. Like he's had five plus shots in six of the last eight games for the Avalanche. So there's a good prop here. As far as um, Dallas, you know, Dodonov, you know, he's been noticeable since they got him from the Dallas star, uh, from the Montreal Canadiens in that trade. Gurionov went the other way. But, you know, Dodonov's been solid here for the Dallas Stars. Uh, maybe he's not a bad uh, consideration here for at least a point prop uh, of some kind. Rope Hints has been on fire. I like Haskin and overshots on goal. That's a prop we've repeatedly been going back to the well with Wyatt Johnston uh, for the Dallas Stars as well. Uh, by the way, we have some streaking uh, props as well for this uh, game. Miko Rantanen, uh, McKinnon's on a five-game goal streak. I mean, you're not getting value there, but I mean, you might as well still bet it. Uh, you know, even because he's just on a five-game goal streak, it feels like somehow, some way, he'll end up finding the uh, back of the net there uh, for the uh, Avalanche. Uh, and same with Miko Rantanen. Uh, he's now scored in six straight games for the Avalanche coming into today. So there's some real, real good props there in terms of guys that have been lighting it up repeatedly uh, heading into this hockey game. So some nice uh, value uh, options there as far as the uh, props uh, are concerned for Colorado. McKinnon, not only in six straight, five straight games as he scored, or McKinnon, or Rantanen rather, six straight games he scored, but McKinnon has scored in eight of the last 10, Rantanen seven uh, of the uh, last uh, 10 games as well. Uh, Rope Hints has gone over his shot prop, by the way, as well, seven of the last 10 games. So all of these are definitely props that uh, pique my interest here for this Av Stars game. All right, rest of the games are taking place now tonight, starting with Washington and San Jose. Uh, this is a 6 p.m. Eastern start. Washington minus 145, road favorites, six the total uh, in this game. Um, Capitals, I mean, Capitals should win this game, but it kind of feels like Anaheim where, it, you know, they won, but it was barely that they won that game. But you saw San Jose in the game against St. Louis. Uh, they've definitely, you wonder, post-trade deadline, is this going to be a team that's going to have a hard time winning hockey games? I mean, that was St. Louis going into the into that game and rolling the uh, uh, the St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis went in there and rolled the San Jose Sharks 6-3 to three, uh, the other night. So, and keep in mind, too, Washington uh, earlier this season played the uh, San Jose Sharks at home in Washington and lost 4-1. to one. They're certainly going to want to look to play a whole lot better uh, here in this game. And if you look at Washington here in San Jose, 4-0 the last four times they've made the trip to San Jose. They're in a revenge spot here. I certainly think they're the right side. They win the Capitals in this game, but 
not at minus 145. I don't love this price uh, enough uh, to be able to uh, take to take that price. And there are some concerns with Washington, too, is that you know Darcy Kemper continues to, I think, fight the puck a little bit uh, as of late. Like his numbers have kind of trended downward uh, just a little bit these uh, last few games. Um, I just want to point out, by the way, we have uh, Avalanche and Stars. The uh, goaltending was projected to be Georgiev and uh, Ottinger just not confirmed for this game. It's projected to be uh, Kemper and Cocken in the two goalies, but again, we don't have confirmations there either. Um, I think in this game, look, uh, Tom Wilson uh, for props, uh, I think is someone to keep an eye on. Uh, Dylan Strom uh, as well for the uh, Capitals. Those are two players that I'd probably target on their side. Oshi, you know, playing a little bit better lately. Don't just look at Ovechkin, even though he's back there uh, on the team now from his. Uh, time away from the team to grieve the loss of his dad but there are better options i think than him even right now on the washington prop side san jose i'm going to keep talking about these same players i mean andreas jansen and uh fabian zetterlin continue to get opportunity uh upwards on the top line for them they didn't make the most of it against st louis but i still think it's a good theory if you're looking for value and you're looking for bargains with your props you look for the players that get the opportunity to play big minutes in the top six and uh, they are getting that opportunity, Janssen and Zetterlin with Hurdle. And, of course, Alex Barabanov, it goes without saying, uh, he got a goal and a point in the game against St. Louis. I think you can go, roll right back to those props here tonight. And William Eklund has been recalled from the American Hockey League, highly regarded seventh overall pick in 2021 for San Jose. Uh, you know, he's got 17 goals and 41 points in 52 AHL games with the Barracuda this season so uh definitely i think you look at it william eckland they're putting him in a spot top line as or not top line but second line for the san jose sharks he's going to play with logan couture and barabanov that could be a pretty effective line so william eckland returning to the san jose sharks to the big club here uh i don't think this is his nhl debut i think he has played uh yes he's played he played nine nhl games last year with the uh, san jose sharks so this is not his nhl debut but william eckland getting another opportunity. So I like his props tonight. And I like the over a little bit. I think we'll see goals. I think San Jose is going to play more loose moving forward uh, because of the fact that, and we saw that on full display against St. Louis, giving up six goals to the Blues. I think kind of a team that, especially with the total only being six instead of six and a half, that has me kind of veering toward seeing this game go uh, over uh, the total. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin, with this one, Capitals, Sharks? Yeah, I'm looking at uh, Logan Kut Couture here, over 2.5. Um, he's only hit at five his last 10, but it's the price I like. So they're they're paying plus 120 on that. And he's hit it three in his row in a three in a row his last three games here. So um, as we've kind of talked about about before, when you kind of lose bodies in the lineup, you know, they lose Timo Meyer, a guy who uh, likes to fire the puck here. Someone's got to shoot the puck now. So uh, he's kind of stepped up here the last last few games. Uh, I've been putting pucks on that. Um, so I like that price, the, the, the plus, plus money um, and, and hitting it three in a row here, kind of stepping up with the new lineup changes. That, that's a guy I'm going to be on. And uh, the other guy you mentioned who's kind of uh, just just come out here with a little bit of heat is, is uh, Oshi here the last few games. Um, so he's a guy I'm looking at uh, anytime point, uh, minus 150. I don't, I don't love the price, uh, but the Sharks do give up a lot of goals. Uh, the way he's been playing, as you mentioned, uh, Strom's a guy you're looking at. Um, Strom's been on, on his line, so he's kind of been riding along with him. Uh, but those are my two. Uh, Couture on the over 2.5, uh, 
Uh, I just like the price. And then, uh, oh, she's kind of just, just come out firing here uh, as far as uh, racking up the points for the last few games, kind of some new, new motivation for him. So those are the two I'm looking at. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Oshie props, Wilson props, like I say, Strom on the other side uh, for uh, Washington. Uh, yeah. Strom, Washington, uh, Wilson, Oshie. Those are good props. Barabanov, Eklund on San Jose. I'm waiting for like, I've, I'm going to bet Zetterland and Janssen in some form again, playing with hurdle. They're on the top line. I just hope sometimes they get at some point, they get it going. Hopefully today is that day. Uh, but uh, there's definitely, you can't argue the value. Uh, for the uh, prop market for those uh, two guys, because again, they're top liners for the Sharks right now, but their prop pricing is not representative of top line players. I mean, Zetterlund's plus 400, you know, to score a goal tonight for the uh, San Jose Sharks. And then meanwhile, the other guy playing with Hurdle uh, on that line, Andreas Janssen, he's plus 600 at FanDuel to score a goal tonight. And they're playing on the top freaking line. I mean, that's uh, it's worth the shot, win or lose, when you're talking those kind of prices to score goals, plus 400, plus 600 for top-line players. So worth the plunge there on Zetterland and Janssen for the uh, San Jose Sharks. Uh, all right, next game, Pittsburgh Penguins, Florida Panthers. Huge game, teams that need the points. Uh, the Florida Panthers, minus 130, home favorites, six and a half the total. After a frustrating loss to the Nashville Predators, a bad loss, too for the Florida Panthers. I mean, how do you explain them beating Tampa looking as impressive as they did coming back home, facing a Nashville team that just traded their best shutdown defenseman, Matias Ekholm, among others. And they come back home and they lose to Nashville. That's why this Florida Panthers team is very likely to miss the playoffs right now. This lack of consistency and these bad losses that just keep on happening uh, for this hockey team. So we'll see if they can bounce back here against the, all of a sudden the surging, Pittsburgh Penguins, who are playing good hockey and have got themselves currently in a playoff position at the moment, four straight wins for the Penguins, beating the Blues, the Lightning twice uh, in the span of a week, and of course a win over Nashville as well in Nashville, whereas Florida couldn't beat Nashville at home. So it's Pittsburgh or nothing for me, but Florida does get a little bit of a pick-me-up tonight with the return of both Alexander Barkov and Sam uh, Bennett. Uh, both of these players have been out for a period of time. They will both be back for Paul Maurice's team tonight. And the current line combinations, currently it appears that Florida will have Barkov centering the line with Reinhardt and Lundell for Hagee, Bennett, and Kachuk on the second line. Uh, Nick Cousins, E2, Coolmint, Lusterinen, uh, Anthony Duclair on the third line. So that's what it's looking like tonight here for this Panthers team. Bobrovsky confirmed in net. Pittsburgh, of course, with uh, expected to have Tristan Jari. Uh, in between the pipes, although that hasn't been confirmed. They made some big moves yesterday to uh, shore up things a little bit, for including bringing in Dmitry Kulikov, defenseman from the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, he has uh, been dealt. We'll see if he's available to be join the team in time to be in the lineup tonight for them against uh, Florida. But yeah, for this game, um, I could only look at Pittsburgh. The one thing that might hold me off, though, is this is this is it for Florida. This is a team you've got to try to catch, and you got to win this game. Yeah, you've got to find a way to get the two points tonight, or else you're really going to fall even further back uh, in the playoff mix. Uh, so I, I actually veer more toward the draw. And Alex B. Smith is a late scratch on the show today uh, uh, under the weather, but Alex B. Smith, one of his plays is the draw in this game. I think it's a good bet. I think this is a close game. I think it's got a real ch chance to go to overtime. Uh, and you look at the way the Penguins have played lately. Two of their last four games have gone beyond regulation. Uh, Florida, 
Uh, they've played some close games lately, 4-3 with Anaheim, the 3-1 with Buffalo, 2-1 with Nashville the other night. That easily could have went to overtime. They played back in January, these two teams in Pittsburgh. That game went to overtime. It was that wild 7-6 uh, victory in favor of the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. So I like the over as well in this game, over 6.5. I think obviously better offensive team, Florida, with Bennett and Barkov back, obviously without them. They struggled to score at times. They get them back now. I like the over in this game, and I'm going to take a shot with that draw. I think it's definitely a draw that's got a real shot here in this game. And plus, you another thing to factor in is you got two teams that if this game's close late, is anyone really going to want to squander the point in the bank that they're going to get if this game goes to overtime with points being so important? Uh, I'm not so sure about that. You can get plus 362 at Pinnacle on the draw. I think it's definitely a game that's got potential for OT. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Penguins, Panthers. Yeah, you mentioned the, the Panthers lost that one to the Preds there, uh, a team that's kind of given up on their season with, with the trades they've made. Um, I mean, two weeks ago, they also lost to the Preds 7-3. So a couple, uh, couple of games have been dropping that I can't, they can't afford to in this, in this playoff charge here. Um, and it's funny, Pittsburgh, probably two weeks ago, we were kind of talking about them in the, in the same way. Like they just were not uh, not playing well, and then all of a sudden they they found their game here, and it seems like uh, Melkin and Crosby are just uh, just kind of pulling this team along. Um, so I agree, both both teams can score goals, um, but I, I could also see this this game being a you know a playoff type game where it's you know like you said, Florida season is on the line. Uh, so I could see this being a, a tighter game, uh, as you mentioned, if it gets late and it's and it's tight. You know, I, I can see teams uh, just kind of putting the puck in deep and uh, just just playing for that tie. So I like that angle of the, of the tie. Um, I'm not going to touch the the over under on this because I can see it. I can see it very easily going both ways. Uh, the one guy I'm jumping on who's kind of been a mainstay lately, I know for you as well, Sam Sam Reinhart on the over uh, 2.5, eight of the last ten games, he's he's been over that number. Um, the only thing that does worry me a little bit is is the lineup changes here. Um, so how much he's going to get used, but he's, he's been hitting it so consistently and, and shooting the puck so much that, uh, I'm still pretty, pretty comfortable playing it. Uh, the other guy who's been a mainstay on the props is, uh, Carter Verhage. Um, however, his line moved for me. So his line uh, on Barstool moved from 2.5 to 3.5. And for me, that's, uh, that's, that's too pricey for me to play, uh, and, and too risky. So I'm actually going to kind of stay off at where that's been. You know that's been a mainstay for me the last uh, almost month, uh, but I'm finally going to hold off because that that line moved. Uh, Reinhardt is still that 2.5, so that's that's yep. the uh, the one I'm pin, pinpointing. Sam Reinhardt over 2.5. I like that one too. I like Ekblad. Uh, there's a bunch of them that I'm looking at for player. I like Barkov actually for shots on goal because he's returning to the lineup. I think he's be full energy, adrenaline. Maybe take the onus on himself. He's a playmaker too. So you're always wonder, worried with a guy like that, Barkov, will he pass instead of shoot? You know, and uh, he does that quite often. But I think tonight he's going to look to shoot the puck quite a bit here. Return to the lineup, make an impact offensively. The team's desperate right now, need the points. He's like, well, why wait for some of these jabronis around me to score? Let me just fire the puck on net. The only, the only worry I have with Barkov is I believe it was a hand injury. Yeah. Um, from, from what I read. So, uh, you assume with, hesitancy with, to, you know, to want you assume with how much punch. they need yep. the points. I'm assuming he's not a hundred percent. He's just, he's just back to have him sit out. Like it must be a pretty big injury. Um, so that's, that's my only concern. Although when he did come back from those couple of games, 
He was injured a few weeks ago, came back for a few games. He was firing the puck. So that, that's good news for you on, on that one. But that, for me, that's, that's my only uh, hesitancy to, to play him on, on the shots market. It's an excellent point. It is something to factor in. Coming off a hand injury, shooting the puck's not an easy thing to do. And, you know, and it's, it can be quite painful and quite tough. So uh, very interesting to see. Yeah. If you, if you're, I noticed that we're still scoreless in that Tampa Buffalo game and it, the five and a halfs now are starting to show up in live betting. I'd, I'd bet it. Uh, I, yeah. This is definitely one of those games where don't be, don't worry too much about a slow start with the goals. I mean, get the five and a half. It could explode any minute with these two teams, those two goalies, no doubt about that. So a five and a half live bet, I think, with Lightning Sabres makes sense, especially if it gets to five and a half even money. All right, good stuff. That's the first half of the Saturday card uh, here. And by the way, there's some other props. I wanted to mention, too, TJ Oshie. He's gone three straight with an assist, and his assist props are always priced very cheap. So I like that in that Washington-San Jose game as well early, that we talked about earlier. This game, uh, there's a bunch. Uh, Jason Zucker to score a goal. He scored in three straight games for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's been awesome. Uh, Ricard Raquel overshots on goal in three straight. Zucker to get a point. Zucker to get a goal. Any Zucker props I like for Pittsburgh. This guy cares. This guy is playing his, uh, playing hard every single night for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, and he continues to produce for them. Jeff Petrie, all of a sudden, nine of the last ten games, he's gone over one and a half shots uh, for Pittsburgh. you got to lay a price, but uh, definitely uh, percentages in your favor there uh, in that one. I mentioned Blad, I mentioned Reinhardt uh, in terms of their props. Uh, I like those quite a bit uh, here in this uh, hockey game uh, as well. Uh, no question about that. Brandon Montour uh, as well. It is worth noting his shots attempts have been there. Uh, he's been trending over his shot prop, especially on home ice. And uh, overall, Brandon Montour for the uh, Panthers uh, is, uh, let me, I just had it up on the screen here. Look at back seven of the last 10 for the uh, Panthers. He's gone over that shot prop. So those are all looks for me with the uh, props for this Penguins and Panthers game. All right. We got the back half of the card coming up. Hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube. We appreciate it very much. We'll be back for the second half of the Saturday NHL card right after we hear from Gramco. Support for the Ice Gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you'll get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we're back here on the Ice Guys. Second half of the Saturday NHL card. Next up, it's the Edmonton Oilers and Winnipeg Jets. The second uh, of a back-to-back home-and-home set between the Oilers and Jets. We've got Edmonton minus 130, road favorite, six and a half the total in this game. Now, normally in these situations where it's the same two teams, two games in a row, you try to say, you know what, that was such a bad game from Winnipeg last night. Horrible, horrible hockey game. Uh, you make a case to maybe back that team. Uh, in the rematch, 
Boy, I don't know if I want to do that, though, with Winnipeg. This is a team that's in disarray at the moment. Uh, absolute disarray, turmoil. Can't, all of a sudden, their defensive game, which was so sturdy and solid early in the season under Rick Bonus, it's fallen apart. Uh, they're not defending well. Connor Ellibucks, I think, had his first little hiccup of the season. You know, you expect him to bounce back after that getting pulled against Colorado. But in the L.A. game, he gives up five goals, and they lose in a shootout 6-5. to five. He gets uh, gives up a bunch of goals last night. He gets pulled again. That's two and two start two game two two in the last three starts for Hellebuck where he's been pulled. So you know this is becoming concerning now. All of a sudden for the uh, Winnipeg Jets, the way they're going, um, I want I can't back him here. It's Edmonton or nothing. But if it's Hellebuck and Net, I am still leery of the Hellebuck off a game where he's bad and he gets pulled long term. He's been excellent in a bounce back spot. So that might be enough to keep me off Edmonton. But there's nothing that's going to get me on Winnipeg here. Uh, just not playing good hockey. Edmonton in two games since they got Matias Ekholm, they look better at both ends of the ice. They look better in their own zone uh, without question. Uh, and they've actually been a better road team than they are at, at home. And I thought last night was the game for the Winnipeg Jets to win. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they, they ended up, it was a, a porous game from their standpoint. Uh, we'll see who's in that. I would expect Campbell on the back-to-back will be in net for the uh, Edmonton Oilers tonight uh, after it was Skinner last night. And, uh, Again, we don't have confirmation for the Jets, but I would expect Hellebuck, although some sites list Riddick as the projected goalie. So keep an eye on this. I wouldn't move on this game until I see uh, who exactly is going to be in between the pipes uh, for their respective teams. As far as the shot props go, McDavid just continues to hit uh, and go over. I mean, five of the last six, he's gone over four and a half shots on goal. Connor McDavid, you know, is shit. He wants to be, I think he wants to score 70 goals. He already came into the season saying, I want to score more goals. He's already in the 50s. I think he wants to get 70, and he could still get 70. So I don't think he's going to be dissuaded uh, from shooting the puck more. Uh, and like I say, he's been trending over four and a half shots repeatedly. Uh, I think it's a very good prop look. You just keep on going with that. There's a lot of Edmonton props where you just keep riding the hot hands right now. Why not bet McDavid to score a goal? Uh, he's on a, a goal scoring, well, a goal scoring streak, I believe, that got snapped last night, but he still scored in four of the last five uh, for the uh, Oilers. Uh, Drysidel, I believe, has scored in six of the last seven. You could go goal props for those two guys. Uh, you could go with uh, certainly uh, those two in terms of uh, finding the back of the net uh, here in this game. Uh, like I say, in terms of point props, Nugent Hopkins, an assist in seven of the last 10. He's been red hot. You could uh, put him on some kind of player props here, whether it's uh, point props or to score a goal. Uh, the Nuge was absolutely outstanding. It's been a huge bounce back year for Nugent Hopkins. He deserves all the credit for it. He was getting criticized for the last couple of years, not living up to his status as a first round pick. But boy, he's had an outstanding season here. Uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, no question about that. I'd start to look at some props involving some of these D-men as well, points and assists props. Darnell Nurse had been trending a little bit to that regard. He didn't get on the score sheet, I believe, last night, but Darnell Nurse had been chipping in points and assists, not a bad play. I think Evan Bouchard, shots on goal, Evan Bouchard, point prop, assist prop. He's now the number one power play quarterback now after trading away Tyson Berry. Uh, in that deal with Nashville. So I think that means from a usage standpoint, that means uh, tight, uh, that means uh, Evan Bouchard becomes more of a focal point. Unfortunately, most books only have goal props for him. I don't see shots on goal. I don't see assist props or point props on Bouchard, but uh, plus 640 on him to score a goal. You are talking about someone now that's probably going to become one of the key quarterbacks on that blue line for the uh, Oilers power play, the red hot 
Edmonton Oilers uh, power play. Uh, what do you think here in this game? Uh, rematch here, uh, Kevin, with the uh, Oilers and the Jets. Yeah, this is another one where uh, I kind of feel just as strong about uh, the avalanche on the Stars. Uh, I, I'm Edmonton money line here. Um, McDave is just on an absolute mission here. Uh, this is another team, I think, charging their way up, uh, looking for that division, uh, chasing down Vegas. Um, and he's he's just playing playing some of the best hockey of his career. Um, and yeah, I, I look I look the shots the shots props for McDavid. Um, although that that price has really really changed uh, like a, drastically a lot here this last little bit. Um, but again, you know, like you mentioned, there's a lot of angles you could take props here uh, on Edmonton. I do like that Bouchard angle, but again. Yeah, you can't can't find on my on my book for shots or or any time point. Um, so for me, me here is just pure Edmonton money line. Uh, the Jets, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Can't defend. They can't score. Um, the way the way the oil up in the puck in the net right now, um, I, I feel really good about that minus one thirty nine price I have for uh, the oil on the money line. Yeah, it feels like one of those. You know, just come back with a red hot commodity and against the reeling foe. Uh, there's definitely some truth to that. Uh, and like I say, uh, that's uh, it's kind of like with Boston. You know, why was I going against Boston with Buffalo the other night? Don't you see this team just keeps on winning? It's kind of like I feel with this game now where I'm a little more hesitant to take a shot with Winnipeg because they're just not playing well. You really want to go against Edmonton these two games? Uh, they played well. Uh, Winnipeg's not. You know who's the better team right now. So, you know, it's not easy to make a case for the uh, Jets right now, uh, even though they're the team looking to avenge a hor- horrendous performance. Uh, last night uh, in the first of the two meetings against uh, Edmonton. All right, next up here on this Saturday slate, another all-Canadian matchup, Toronto Maple Leafs, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Toronto minus 210 road favorites, six and a half being the uh, total uh, in this one. Um, You know, you look at this spot here with uh, Toronto and uh, Vancouver. uh, It's a situation where the Leafs, four of their last five games, uh, they have won. I thought that was was a really good third period from them defensively against uh, Calgary. Uh, two to one uh, on Thursday night. They look to complete this road trip on the uh, winning note. They're two and one on this road trip. They're still two and two if they don't win tonight, but uh, three and one if they do. Uh, Vancouver, I mean, Vancouver is, Vancouver's been competitive. You know, you, we have to give them credit for that. Uh, they've Their last five games, three of them have gone beyond regulation. Uh, the Boston game, they lost three to one. It took a Linus Allmark empty net goal uh, to put that game away. Uh, 2-1 loss to the Minnesota Wild. So this has been a competitive Vancouver squad here under Rick Talk at the last few games. We have to give them credit for that. And don't look now, but after just every game going over the total for Vancouver, three of their last four have stayed under. So we've actually seen a little bit of a change in the air when it comes to the uh, Vancouver Canucks as far as um, their uh you know, style of play. They have started to be try to be pay, pay a little more attention to the defensive end of the ice, uh, and certainly we have seen signs of that here the last few games. Uh, this is one of those games where I, I, I think Toronto wins. I, I don't, I, I don't think Vancouver wins this game, but I could see it being competitive. I could see it being close. I don't think uh, a spring. I didn't bet the draw, and I'm probably not going to bet the draw, but I could see maybe that scheme somehow getting overtime. There are some instances in the past where we've seen Toronto have a tough time uh, out there in Vancouver. In fact, I know for a fact they've had a tough time in Vancouver because I look back at the uh, recent series history 
Uh, and, uh, you know, Vancouver's done very well here at home against the Leafs over the years. Uh, last year, Vancouver beat Toronto 3-2. Uh, the year before, uh, Vancouver won 6-3. And then they had that season, the COVID season, it was the Canadian division. And Vancouver played the uh, Leafs, you know, four times in Vancouver. They won all four games, the Canucks. So this has really been a tough place to win for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. So I think the draw, if anything, is what I'd look at here in this game. Nothing on the uh, total uh, in this one. And I'd look at some player props as well, more than anything for this uh, game, rather than the side or total. Nylander's gone over his point props, eight of the last 10. JT Miller, seven of the last 10. Some solid options there as far as the uh, props are concerned for uh, this game. Uh, as far as Vancouver, Connor Garland with a point and an assist in three straight games. You could even sprinkle on him to, uh, to uh, maybe even score a goal as well uh, for uh, the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Like I said, Nylander has been trending over shots on goal. That's worth a look. And I want to mention as well for uh, the Canucks, Anthony Beauvillier. He's just been absolutely a different player getting this change of scenery, getting dealt from the New York Islanders, going to Vancouver. He has been uh, excellent, really, since joining the uh, Vancouver Canucks. He's been noticeable. He has points in seven of the last 10 games for this uh, Vancouver team. I think a goal prop, a point prop, they're both worth a look for uh, Beauvillier going into this game. Even the assist prop, which has cashed a few times lately for him. And I'm going to go back to mention Morgan Riley on the uh, blue line for Toronto. He's suddenly starting to find the uh, score sheet. Uh, in, in terms of collecting points, seven of the last 10, and he's always a modestly priced prop in terms of uh, finding or and registering a point. And it's more of the same here tonight where Morgan Riley is only a, a minus 125 price to uh, get a point. So I think those are all worth uh, looks uh, here in this one. Uh, all right. What do you, yeah, Braden point to score is like automatic right now. And uh, he just got on the board for Tampa Bay. One nothing, they lead the uh, Sabers uh, in the uh, first period, and I did jump on an over five and a half at minus one fifteen. So uh, good timing with that. And I said uh, so. I just got that in actually before we started talking this Leaf Canuck game. So I said that five and a half was going to be worth a look. So uh, there we go. Finally, we got a goal on the board in uh, Buffalo. What do you think here, uh, Kevin? Leafs Canucks. Yeah, this is a this is a tough one for me. Um, as you mentioned, the, the Canucks have actually been playing pretty decent. They've been pretty competitive and keeping games tight. Um, so I'm not uh, not not so easy to jump on the like the Leafs just running away with this here. I could see this being a tight game. Um, I mean, these are both teams that can score goals, but also the way things have been going here, I could see it kind of clamping down a little bit. Um, even even in the props market, uh, I was having a tough time because. A lot of those prices to pay uh, for any time points um, are not worth it to me. A guy like Nylander um, on my on my book is minus two forty five. Just just not worth it to me. Uh, a guy who I, I was playing pretty consistently on the over shots was J T Miller, um, although he's fallen off the last couple of games. So I'm going to kind of steer away from that. Um, Morgan Riley, that's that's probably one of the few I I, I look at that that any time point being worth it. Um, the only other guy where I find it would be worth it is Ryan O'Reilly, but he's now been moved to that third line, um, kind of more of a, a defensive shutdown position. Um, so he's a guy I'm really going to be watching the next few games to see where his lineup placement ends up. Because when he first came in and he was on that lineup with uh, Tavares and Marner, uh, that line was going pretty well. And then it looks like they've moved Marner up with Matthews to kind of get him going. Um, that gave him that initial spark scoring two goals, but since then, again, again, he hasn't really 
he's had a couple assists, but uh, you know, even even Matthews hasn't hasn't been going the way that they want him. So uh, props props is just too much too much going on with the Leafs lineup um, to really to really touch them. And then uh, the Vancouver guys who I did like before JT Miller, what he was doing uh, has kind of softened up a little bit. Uh, and then and then Pedersen is just kind of out of control. He'll either fire. 10 bucks on that, or he'll put one or two on that. So this is a game I'm actually uh, staying away from completely. I just, I just can't get a feel on it. Uh, but I'm going to continue to watch this Leafs lineup and uh, see where they continue to use O'Reilly and, and uh, try and get a handle and a trend on that the next, next uh, week here. He, he's on fire at the moment for the Leafs. Uh, and so, and you can get a, you know, a plus price on over one and a half points for him. And that's Mitch Marner. I mean, he's just been absolutely outstanding lately. I wouldn't talk anyone out of that. Like I say, Kuzmenko and Beauvillier, they've got great chemistry. I think they're two of the better, you know, goal assist point props out there for Vancouver right now, the way they're going, uh, no question. And don't sleep on, he finally scored to snap a drought against Calgary. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali, Cali Yarncroke uh, for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, you know, he's a streaky guy. And now that he finally scored against Calgary, maybe he can do so tonight again. Uh, all right, Columbus, Ottawa. We got the Senators minus two ten home favorite, six and a half being the uh, total uh, in this one. I like the over here. I'll, I was very, very frustrated with that total falling short in the Kraken and the Blue Jackets last night. Should have gone over the totals. Seattle had a bunch of chances in the first period, and how that first period ended up scoreless, I'll never know. Uh, the goals started to flood in late, but too little, too late. Uh, this one I think does go over the total here. Uh, in this one with the uh, Blue Jackets and the Sens are an over team right now. I mean, they're just, their offense is just uh, lighting it up right now. Absolute machine. Who's not in good form for the Sens right now uh, in terms of scoring? Pinto uh, has been good. Stutzla is on fire. Brady Kachuk's been great. Batherson is fine in the back of the net. Debrinkit's picked it up. Uh, Giroux is just absolutely uh, uh, ripping it up right now. I mean, everybody at the moment for this Ottawa team is on a roll offensively. Now, they should win this game, but coming off the big win against the Rangers, you do have to be careful here. You know, no letdown. This is a team you should be able to take care of business against and beat them like Seattle did last night, 4-2. to two. Uh, I think the Jackets are going to have a hard time winning games with that defense is much worse without um, uh, Gavrikov on it after he got traded to L.A. Yeah, Stutz low over shots on goal. I don't even have to say it anymore, J-Tag. I mean, you know I bet that, <laughs> of course. Uh, it's just automatic uh, for the uh, Ottawa Senators, no doubt about that. Uh, Timmy Stutz low over shots. Timmy Stutz low to get a point. There's a lot of Stutz low props that make sense uh, here in this game. Shabbat's also someone that we've looked at recently, too, in terms of shots on goal. That isn't the uh, a bad consideration here uh, either uh, in this game. But Stutz has gone over in nine of the last ten games over his shots on goal prop. Boone Jenner, all of a sudden for Columbus, eight of the last 10, he's gone over the shot prop. So I think his prop is probably worth a look. Point prop for Stutzla, seven of the last 10, it's cashed. Giroux, goal prop, point prop, anything Giroux, because everything he's, uh, uh, every time the puck's on his stick, good things happen right now uh, for the Ottawa Senators. Debrinkit, seven of the last 10. Batherson, seven of the last 10, both with a point. Batherson over the shot prop, seven of the last 10. To bring it with an assist in seven of the last ten. A lot of good props on the Ottawa side of the equation uh, here for this hockey game tonight. No doubt about that. Uh, led by, of course, I think, you know, Giroux props. And, of course, Stutzlow over shots on goal. Like I say, nine of the last ten. Hard to pass that up. Yeah, and right now we've got four-game point streaks for Brady Kachuk, Claude Giroux, Alex Dabrinkit, and Drake Batherson going into this game. You know what you do with that? You put them in an SGP. 
all four of those guys. And again, this is a Columbus team that might start Michael Hutchinson in net. You know, we know all we need to know about Michael Hutchinson. He was just acquired, uh, of course, uh, in the uh, deal that sent Jonathan Quick to Vegas. They got Michael Hutchinson in return. Michael Hutchinson might be in net tonight because it's a back-to-back. Merzlikens got the start uh, last night against Seattle. So there's a very real chance we see Michael Hutchinson uh, here for the uh, Jackets make his debut. And I know he'll be fired up to make his debut new team, but he's still not a great goalie. Uh, 2.74 goals against 897 save percentage in the AHL uh, this uh, season. Uh, Barely above a 900 save percentage in his NHL career. Uh, Definitely it's a night where we expect Ottawa to be able to find the uh, back of the net. So uh, definitely I like a lot of Ottawa props here. And like I say, there's four players on a four-game point streak right now for Ottawa. Coming into this game, Batherson, Debrinket, Giroux, Kachuk. Uh, you know what? Even though he's not on a streak, you can throw Timmy Stutzla into that SGP as well. Make it a five-player SGP, and you can get a nice plus price on that. I think it's a nice look here for this Jackets Senators game. I like that. I think Ottawa wins the game. I lean to them in regulation. Maybe a couple bucks on that. I just don't love the price, but Ottawa should win this game, and they're the, the red hot. I don't think there's a letdown. They got to try to win these games. They're still on the outside looking, and there should be no letdown. You need to keep winning. Uh, you know, you're still trying to track down one of those wild card spots. So I will be on something here with Ottawa and regulation, but I really like the over. That's my favorite look here. Cider total over six and a half jackets and senators. Uh, what do you think here uh, in this one, Beachy, Columbus, and Ottawa? Yeah, this uh, this Ottawa offense sure looks good right now. Um, so I'm, I'm leaning towards this, this over 6.5 as well. Uh, that, that's my first play, uh, cause this Columbus team, they can score goals too. They, they've been scoring goals. Um, I agree to play the, uh, the Ottawa money line here. Uh, Columbus has just been, they've been, been too pesky, just, uh, keeping games tight and, uh, they, they find a way to win some here when you, when you don't expect them to, uh, you expect them to be a team that's down and out and just going to kind of roll over and, uh, they find a way to fight back and, uh, and keep games keep games tight and, and win some here. So um, as hot as Ottawa's been here, that, that's a price I'm, I'm not going to play. Um, Stutzla, as you mentioned, uh, I would love to get on him. He's he's not even on my uh, shots shots list here on my book. They pulled him right off. So they're trying to get a handle that's, on, that's, on where to. That's worse shit, man. I mean, they're obviously yeah. scared. They know people have been yeah. betting this thing game in and game out, and they don't want the action. That's That's horse shit. Should yeah, so they're that. they're either trying to they reprice it or they just pull it right off. Yeah. Um, but it, but if it's there for you, then that's that's a great play. Uh, and then my favorite guy the last probably month here, Boone Jenner on the overshots. Uh, he's been almost automatic uh, again in the last ten. He's he's hit it eight times, um, and he's just playing a ton, just playing a ton out there. Uh, regularly over 20, 20 minutes a night. Um, you know, power play usage routinely. He's at four or five minutes a night. Um, and he continues to fire a puck. So he's he's uh, one of my favorites. So that's my two. Boone Jenner on the over, 2.5, and then Ottawa-Columbus over 6.5 on the total game. There you go. Uh, we're basically thinking along the same lines here when it comes to uh, Jackets and uh, Senators uh, for this uh, matchup here. Uh, I guess Columbus, you know, we do. Th- I do think they, they're going to score at least a couple of goals here. We'll have to see who's in net for Ottawa. Uh, I would expect Cam Talbot. Uh, because he did get the win against the Rangers. Uh, and look, he kind of was sh- he's been struggling lately, but the last couple games he's been a little bit better. The Detroit win six to two. He played solid. He was good once the uh, Senators got the lead against the Rangers the other night. So it should be Cam Talbot in that. But I still think Otto or Columbus rather can find the back of that. Here's one here too. Adam Boquist. 
this guy had been on the point prop for him uh, repeatedly lately, and he's a little under the, the radar right now, uh, the Jackets. Uh, he got two points last night. He was in on uh, both Columbus goals, goal and an assist. He has actually gotten a point for the Jackets, three, four, I'm counting it up right now, six of the last eight games that Boquist has had a point for the uh, Jackets uh, from the uh, blue line. Uh, and uh, that, I think, is a prop to consider here for them. He's been involved in their offense, and it's plus 130 for him to get a point tonight at DraftKings, among other places. So uh, good good value there for Boquist uh, props for uh, Columbus. All right, uh, Nashville and Chicago. We've got uh, Nashville uh, minus 230 uh, road favorites, uh, six the total uh, in this game. Um, this is one where the draw could could end up being worth a look because I think this is just close games. Chicago's played a lot of close ones lately. Nashville played has played a lot of one-goal hockey lately as well. So, you know, two teams that are not going to be playoff. We know Chicago won't be. Nashville's trending toward not being one. Although, you know, don't tell them that. They're still winning. They've won four of their last five. None of them have been easy, though, for the most part. You know, the Vancouver game, a shootout. Uh, the the Nashville-Florida game was a 2-1 win. They did lose to Pittsburgh, but they also did beat Arizona and San Jose, two uh, cupcakes, you know. So, you know, Nashville shows that they can beat the uh, the weaker teams, uh, even after trading away, as you know, and Ekholm and all, Grandland, uh, so many players uh, that they have traded away. Oh, that reminds me about Grandland. See, I knew since, uh, this is when it's a busy card like this, there's always something about a game we've talked about that clicks in your head. Michael Grandland's probably going to make his debut for the Penguins uh today he might have actually made his debut the other night but you know maybe something to consider because he was playing well offensively with nashville before that trade so granlin for pittsburgh you know don't, don't sleep on maybe some props involving him uh moving forward or to tonight i should say when they play uh the uh, florida uh, panthers uh, in that game listed but, uh, right now in the third line which uh you know i'm not not crazy about yeah um and they, they don't have him on that uh they don't have them on power play actually, yet. Either, actually, either point. power play at the moment. I'm sure no. that's that's going to change no. uh, pretty no. quickly the way he the way he can uh, dish the puck. But uh, yeah, if he sneaks up on that first line with uh, Crosby or second line with Malkin, then uh, yeah, he's he's a guy I like for sure. Yeah, uh, I definitely think so. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's definitely a good uh, find there, uh, Kevin. That uh, yeah, third line, and, and again, not getting those opportunities to play power play like he did in Nashville. I think that's definitely something you uh, noticed there. But, you know, getting back to this game, the draw, I think is something I might sprinkle a few bucks on in this one. Uh, as far as the total goes, my theory with Nashville is no Ekholm worse defensively. And Chicago just gave up five to Dallas. Uh, they gave up four to Arizona. They gave up four to Anaheim. They're not any good defensively right now. They gave away Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty's a defensive forward, and Jake McCabe's one of their best defensemen in that deal with Toronto. I don't. I think they're worse defensively, so I, I could get there with the over. The total's only six. I think there's logic dictates that you know both of these teams are weaker defensively post trade deadline, and if you look at series history since January of last year, three straight overs between the Preds and the Blackhawks: six one four three four two final scores all of them six so that's uh six minimum you know at least we'll push worst case scenario and again i think both teams are worse at the defensive end of the ice post trade deadline uh, but at the same time could also make that argument they're worse offensively you see who's been dealt from nashville and he's obviously patrick kane and max domi dealt at the deadline from chicago so that's the one drawback it's, it's not my favorite over on the card but i lean that way uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin? Nashville, Chicago. 
Yeah, I'm just on uh, one prop that I like, Seth Jones, under 2.5 shots, uh, seven of the last 10, he's been under, uh, and it's paying back even money. And, you know, with Kane out of the lineup, with Domi out of the lineup, like who, who's going to get them the puck? You know, that uh, I think they're going to have less offensive time in the, in the no zone. Uh, same thing with the power play. I don't expect that the power play to be as good. Um, I expect their kind of entries to struggle off the bat. Uh, totally new. I mean, to overhaul their whole first first power play unit there. Um, so I expect some time to, you know, them to sort that out. And even if you just look at the names in the lineup here, uh, they're not not guys that scary at all. Um, so I, I'm pretty comfortable. The percentages here, the values for me, even with those guys still being in the lineup. But once those guys are in the lineup, um, yeah, even money. Seth Jones under 2.5. I'll take that. Um, yeah, Roman Yossi has been shooting the puck a lot. I think he's going to shoot it even more because I think he noticed the knows that the forward group up front is a lot weaker now uh, for the uh, Predators after the trades of Janot and Granlund. And keep in mind who's out as well. You know, they have no Johansson and no Forsberg, you know, two of their better forwards up front. So after Duchesne, they're very thin on the top six right now. And I think that means for Yossi, green light, green light district uh, to shoot the puck whenever he feels uh, he, he should. So, yeah, definitely a prop-wise uh, Roman Yossi here for Nashville over uh, shots on goal, even though it is obviously four and a half. I think he can still get over that. He has been clearing four and a half uh, lately. As far as as well, a point prop uh, for uh, Yossi, he's been factoring in on a lot, even the over one and a half points at plus money, you know, I think might be appealing here. Thomas Novak for the uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, only minus 112 to get a point plus, you know, 340 in some spots to score a goal plus 168 to get an assist don't sleep on uh, thomas novak here for uh, nashville uh he has been uh stepping up his production lately cody glass might be able to be a good bet to score a point as well uh he is getting more opportunity top six role power play number one power play unit uh cody glass now is a point in four of the last five games for the uh, Nashville Predators. So I think his point prop is an excellent look here tonight as well at minus, minus 104. That's a really good price for a guy that's gotten a point in four of the last five games for the Predators. Uh, and like I said, Thomas Novak for sure, a uh, very good prop option on the Nashville side uh, for this uh, game tonight. Goal, assist, and point for him. Uh, all right, uh, next up here on this uh, Saturday card, we've only got a couple games left. Uh, we've got uh, Minnesota and Calgary. Uh, Calgary minus 155 home favorites, five and a half being the uh, total in this game. Someone explain to me why Calgary is this big of a favorite in this game. Uh, I really can't figure that out. I just can't find ways to win hockey games right now uh, at this point in time. So I do like the wild a little bit here uh, as a, a road underdog. I mean, uh, Calgary, I think reality sinking in. I mean, I don't want to say they're, they're done, stick a fork in them. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they are likely not going to go make it. They've got to go on. I think they got to play 22 and six hockey the rest of the season, if they're going to get into the playoffs. And really, I don't see that happening. I'm just a little surprised that, Hey, with Calgary, not finding ways to win games and look, what's the thing we're seeing right now from both of these teams. We're seeing Calgary repeatedly not be able to win the close games. We're seeing Minnesota being able to win the close games repeatedly. Minnesota's been very good winning tight games, low-scoring, one-goal hockey games, and it really wouldn't shock me to see them win another one here tonight. So I like a little on Minnesota, plus 135 here as a road underdog, which I'm sure will make our guy Terry Edelman very happy. Uh, you know, their form has picked back up again, uh, no question about that. 
but they can win. They've found ways to repeatedly win close hockey games. And Calgary has repeatedly found ways to lose close hockey games. I mean, I really don't know if there's anything more that needs to be said about that. So I do like Minnesota a little bit here, plus 135. But I also like the draw uh, in this game. And I this is one of my favorite draws uh, on this Saturday card. You've got Minnesota that's gone beyond regulation in three of the last four games. And the only game that didn't go to overtime was that Vancouver game, which came this close to going to overtime. It was two to one for Minnesota. But, you know, they played four straight one goal games. Three of them have gone beyond regulation. Calgary's gone beyond regulation in four of their last 10 games. And it could have been back to back overtime games because the Toronto game was a one goal game. This is a very live draw bet, in my opinion. This game is very live to go to the draw and go beyond 60 minutes. Uh, in my opinion. So uh, I like a little bit on Minnesota plus 135, but I'm also going to put a little bit on that draw, which we can get at plus 330 uh, at Pinnacle uh, right now. So a little on the wild at a plus price and a little bit on the draw plus 330. And best case scenario, let's cheer for a Minnesota in overtime or a shootout and we'll cash both. And that would that would be phenomenal. We'd get the Minnesota bet. We'd get the draw bet if they can win an overtime or a shootout. And they've been the kings of doing that lately, uh, winning an overtime or a shootout. You actually look at the games, Kevin, that went to overtime or a shootout. Minnesota won two of them. Uh, then Minnesota beat Dallas in a shootout before that. So three of the last four Minnesota games that have gone beyond regulation, they've won. So we have a very real possibility, in my opinion, we can cash both of these, Minnesota and the draw uh, in this game. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Wild Flames. Yeah, man, this is this is it for the Flames here. Um, you know, they they need a push here. I think that I think that Boston game the other day just crushed them, where they they put about fifty bucks on uh, Allmark there, and, uh, and and still lost that game. Um, but you but you look at the opponents here. They they played the last little bit here. Um, I, I do like the price you're you're playing on the Wild. Um, but these this four game slide for the for the Flames like it has been against the Knights, the Avalanche, the Bruins, and the Leafs. So uh, four of the best teams uh, in the league right now. Um, these these last four or five that the, the Wild have won have been against Columbus twice, the Islanders, and and the Canucks. Um, and and the Wild were not playing that great before this this five game span. So uh, you got to wonder is it. Have they really improved their play or, or just kind of been the, the opponents they've had? Um, I, I think this is going to be a big-time playoff game kind of. Uh, I mean, these te teams both play this this uh, defensive low-scoring game anyways. Um, so I, I'm looking at the under 5.5 uh, uh, on the total game. Uh, I do like to slide slide that sometimes. I'm going to slide to under 6. Uh, I feel a little safer with that. Uh, my price is, is minus 143 on that, so I do have to pay a little more for it. But uh, I just feel a little more comfortable with that. But I do like, look for this to be a, a low-scoring 2-1, 3-2 uh, type game. Um, so I like the under on the over. Uh, and then I like your angle, uh, play, playing the wild just, just on the price of, of who's who's playing better. And, and the Flames just can't can't seem to win games. doesn't matter how many pucks they put on net. Uh, the other the other direction, just see they can't. Uh, they just don't have the luck right now. Um, however, my two favorite props – Mr. Toffoli back on the over 2.5, uh, nine of the last ten he's hit it. Yep. And then Michael Backlund. Yep. That's the other one. Yeah. For the Flames. Eleven yeah. straight. Eleven straight here, and he is flying over. I can't believe this line has not moved here at all. It's still 2.5. Uh, 
uh, and the price is still not bad, minus 150. And and he's routinely four or five shots a game. Um, and the way the, the way the Flames just throw pucks on net, that's kind of the attitude of the team. Uh, those are my two two favorite props to keep keep playing all day long. So I got to fully and backlin on the over 2.5s. Again, I can't believe the lines haven't moved. And then uh, I have the under total game uh, under six. I, I like everything there. I'm on those shot props too. I mean, I've, how many Calgary games now in a row on this Ice Guys show have we talked about Toffoli over shots and Backland over shots? It's been wash, rinse, repeat uh, for both yeah. of those and, guys. And the good thing with them too, we talked about some of their teams, some of our regulars we've kind of had to help, help hold back because of some trades, lineup placements. You don't you don't know what's going on. The trend's going to continue. The Flames, one of the few teams that didn't really do much at the trade deadline. So that's that same lineup. Uh, those those same trends should continue. Those guys are playing in the same spots. Um, so I feel very comfortable with those, those two plays there. All right. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, all right. Uh, just briefly, too, you don't want to go crazy. And I, I agree it's probably going to be a little bit of a lower-scoring game. But I like Kaprizov, Hartman, shots on goal, too, for uh, Minnesota. Erickson Act, those have been the three guys we've been consistently rolling with for overshots uh, on all three uh, Backlund to Foley for sure for Calgary, uh, and also Ryan Hartman to get a point. Uh, this has been, you know, something that's been just um, a constant for me uh, in uh, recent games, and still getting, you know, for the most part, pretty good prices as well uh, with the uh, shot uh, with the point prop on uh, Ryan Hartman for the uh, Minnesota Wild, and it looks like his place in the lineup, you know, right now for them, still getting power play minutes, still up in the top six. Uh, for this team, uh, he's gotten a point for the uh, Minnesota Wild in three, four, five of the last seven games. Uh, and again, his point prop, Ryan Hartman, is still extremely reasonable at uh, plus 110. Uh, so, you know, I think that's a definite uh, go ahead for me to bet Ryan Hartman over point for me right now. The good news for Calgary is even in the loss against Toronto, it was one of the better efforts in net from Jacob Markstrom in a very long time. They did not lose that game because of him. Uh, he was very good. Can he duplicate that effort tonight against uh, Minnesota? Uh, that remains to be seen. Minnesota, of course, they will have no Brandon Duhame. I think he got injured in a fight with uh, the other night. Uh, so he will be out. And, uh, of course, Felino and Brodine have been out for a while. Uh, and they remain out for the uh, Minnesota Wild. And, of course, they acquired Gus Nyquist at the uh, trade deadline. But he remains on IR. He is not ready to make his Wild debut uh, just yet. All right, final game of this Saturday card. It is the uh, St. Louis Blues and the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, L.A. minus 210, home favorites, six, six and a half the total in this game. Uh, the Blues finally uh, won a game after the uh, trade of uh, Ryan O'Reilly. I don't think they had won a single hockey game since that trade went down until beating uh, San Jose uh, six to three the other night. Uh, we'll see if they can uh, keep it going, but obviously a much tougher uh, opponent here. Uh, coming into this game, taking on the uh, L.A. Kings. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but uh, it probably will be Bennington, I would expect, in net for the uh, Blues. Phoenix Copley for the uh, L.A. Kings projected, but does uh, Todd McClellan maybe decide, let's give Jonas Corposalo uh, his first start in net for the uh, L.A. Kings in this game? That remains to be seen, but um, you know, certainly this, I think, is going to be open for a battle for the number one job. Like, Tom McClellan has to make a decision who's going to be his goalie in the playoffs. And I think we're going to figure that out in the next month. It's going to be an open audition here or, you know, competition between Copley and uh, Corpusalo uh, for the uh, goaltending job. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. See, I don't know if, if it's Corpusalo, 
tonight in net making his Kings debut. I would probably steer off anything St. Louis in terms of them contributing to maybe an over uh, and then look more toward the Kings team total. And that's kind of where I'm at right now in this game. I think the Kings team total uh, over three and a half is the, I haven't bet anything yet in this game, but I, I think if I were to get involved, that's the, the, the direction I would go uh, is LA over their team total three and a half uh, in this game, which would be about minus one forty. Uh, it looks like right now with that, let me just double check uh, on the uh, team total. Yeah, over three, actually only minus 120 at Pinnacle uh, for uh, LA Kings over three and a half. So that's probably what I like more than anything here uh, in this game. As far as the uh, props for the uh, Blues and the Kings are concerned, uh, it is worth uh, noting here. There are a couple that uh, stand out. Uh, even on St. Louis, Buchnevich, by the way, it's worth noting. He's on a four-game uh, point streak. I did want to bring that uh, to everybody's attention. But on the uh, the the the, blue, the Kings side, Kempe's gone over his shots on goal props seven of the last ten. I think that's probably a good shots on goal prop tonight uh, in this game uh, as well. Uh, makes a lot of sense to look in that uh, direction with the uh, shots on goal number on uh, Kempe. Fiala, uh, I think he's a good shot prop candidate over two and a half. Uh, it is worth noting. Uh, he's been very, very strong. He shot the puck more on home ice as well this year for the uh, Kings. So his overshots prop is probably a good look here in this game. Kempe to get a point, to get a goal maybe. Fiala to get a goal, get a point. Kopitar, it goes without saying, to get a goal, to get a point, uh, to get an assist. He has been uh, on fire as of late for the uh, LA Kings. And I'm going to go back to the same two props as well that I've mentioned before. Sean Dersey, you know, defenseman for the LA Kings. Recently, uh, Kevin, he's been getting a point and an assist routinely, and they have just not really priced it to the level I think they should be. I mean, Dursey enters this game. He's gotten an assist and a point in back-to-back games, and he has an assist and a point for L.A. Uh, overall in seven of their last uh, ten games or seven of their last nine games. So this has been a really good c- combo uh, of prop bets on Sean Dursey to get a point and to get an assist, and they certainly are not pricing it. Uh, all that well right now uh, either. Uh, so again, you can get Dursey in this game to get a point at plus 126 at FanDuel and to get an assist at plus 160 at DraftKings. This is a guy with a point and an assist in seven of the last nine games for LA. Great value. Sean Dursey, point, Sean Dursey assist for this game tonight as well. What do you think here, Beachy, with Blues and Kings? Yeah, I like I like some of these uh, anytime assists. Assist finds you have. Uh, my book doesn't offer the the anytime assists. I, I just have the goals or, or the points. Uh, so some of these I can't unfortunately jump on, um, which I would love to. I, I'm I'm looking at the over six. Um, these are these are both teams that can score goals. They end up in a lot of high scoring games. Uh, so that that's my play. I like that price minus one thirty seven on the over six. Uh, I like them to at least hit that number of six. Um, and then my prop of the day is your guy, Justin Falk here. Um, he's so they moved the line for me. It was 2.5. He was hitting it pretty regularly with, with Krug out of the lineup. Krug came back in the lineup. That kind of scared me off of, of playing that. But that line has now moved back, at least in my book, to 1.5. 12 of the last 13 games, he's been over that 1.5. Uh, you do have to pay a little bit for it. It's minus 195 what I have, but uh, you know the, the percentages for me make it make it worth it to play that. And uh, even even with Krug in the lineup, like their power play, they don't have a one power play and a two power play. Uh, they're, they're pretty split up. Those those, those units are, are evenly split. 
and and they're both seeing time time out there on the power play. So I have uh, Falk on the over one point five. All right, there we go. I've and again with. Kevin, with his props, he's not scared to lay a bigger number or a bigger price. And he sees over one and a half. And you're right about that. I mean, you're right, 13 of 14 over one and a half. But if you're betting the over two, and that's why I didn't bet the over two and a half today on Falk. Last two games, we've seen him one shot and two shots. So, you know, the volume has tapered off a little bit. So, but again, you're betting over one and a half. And that last game where he only had one shot was the first game in 14 where he had fewer than two shots on goal. So, you're still playing with a subset of the percentages heavily in your favor uh, with over one and a half. You just got to lay the bigger price with it. So I understand where you're yeah, going. Yeah, we kind of mentioned before when a guy falls off one game, you know, if the, if the trend's still in the over, you're still going to play it. Once it hits two games, then you got to kind of reevaluate and say, okay, is, yeah. is the trend kind of changing here? So. Sounds like you watch the show because I've said that for I've said that for weeks and months that I'm not out until I lose two. You know, when I've been riding something or riding a streak or a trend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, definitely. You just said it right there. You agree with that as well. So, yeah, definitely makes sense to uh, from a conceptual standpoint. That was awesome. Great stuff. There's every game, 12 games on the Saturday card. Kevin Beach, as always, who joins us on Saturdays, doing a phenomenal job helping us. And again, very excellent in terms of uh, breaking down the player props as well. 180 live viewers, hit the like button. Uh, we appreciate it very much. Thanks for joining us on a Saturday edition of the Ice Guys. Check out patreon.com slash iceguys, just $10 a month. Again, we've got uh, daily uh, totals charts, goalie charts, power ratings, daily Ice Guys show betting card. Uh, we've got uh, bonus video content uh, that will be continued to be posted uh, week by week. Alex has a great NHL betting article that he posted on the Patreon page earlier this week. Great info. Lots of bonus perks there. Uh, and if that's your way of tipping us, if people always say, how do I give you a little financial donation or tip to say thanks for doing this great show? That is how you do it. Subscribe to the Patreon Ice Guys page uh, for just $10 a month. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys. All right, we'll be back with best bets to wrap up the Saturday edition of the Ice Guys right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0, takes care of your facial hair, uh, and among other things, uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. 
and use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we're back here on the ice, guys, and we are ready to wrap with best bets. Uh, Kevin, we'll start with you. Best bet for this massive Saturday slate. Yeah, it's got to be my guy, Michael Backlund, here on the uh, over 2.5. He's hit it 11 straight, and he's absolutely soaring over this number. Uh, I'll just list out his last 10 games here. 5-5-4-4-4-5-5-5-3-5. So not even making you sweat it. A lot of times he has it by the end of the second period, halfway through. Um, that's, that's a no brainer for me. It's minus 150 to play it, but he's, uh, he's as, as close to a lock as you can get. So Michael Backlund over 2.5. And again, their, their season's on the line here. Uh, so they're going to be throwing absolutely everything they have uh, against the wild in this game. Now the question, yeah, they'll throw everything they have at the wild, but nothing will go in the fucking net. Like it's yeah, basically exactly. what the way it's been all year for the uh, Calgary Flames. Yeah. I mean, all shot, no finish. That's that's why I'm playing the over shots and the under on, on the goals. So yeah, exactly. That's yeah. been the uh, Calgary uh, refrain uh, all season long. So I uh, I like it. Michael Backlund, Calgary Flames over two and a half shots on goal, minus one fifty uh, for best bet uh, for Kevin Beach. Uh, my best bet for this uh, Saturday uh, NHL uh, card. Uh, this one is lots to choose from. Uh, let me just see what we're going to go with here. Um, I, uh, it didn't cash last night. I think it's cashing tonight. We're going back to it. And I won with the best bet on their last game over the total, that being the Ottawa Senators. This game tonight goes over the total. Columbus, Ottawa, over six and a half. There's my best bet. Blue Jackets, Senators, over six and a half, minus 125. Uh, for my best bet for this Saturday card. Uh, that'll wrap it up for this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Kevin Beach, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. We will talk to you again tomorrow on Sunday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. 